Hi, I'm Katie, and I've been an educator for over 20 years, from paraprofessional to 10 years as a classroom teacher, to principal to district administrator, I've done it all. Being an educator right now is challenging, to say the least. No matter the role, we can find ourselves overwhelmed and stressed out. I've been there, and I found the secret to a work-life balance that improved my life. Join me in discovering simple secrets that will help you step away from the noise and improve your life. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you had a great week. How did last week's podcast resonate for you? So last week, we talked a little bit about mindset, powerful question number one, which was, do you focus more on what you can control or what you can't control? And we talked a little bit about how that shows up in our lives and what that does in our brain when we ask ourselves the question and when we focus on what we can control. So again, I want to just dig deeper deeper a little bit on these questions that help us get to that more growth mindset, that ability for us to really be able to look at things with positive intent, with the ability to move forward and get our brain really focusing on how to improve our lives versus how to keep us stuck. So this week, I want us to focus on question number two. And question number two is, do you focus on what excites you or what you fear? And this question is really interesting because there are times in my life where I can see that focusing on what I fear really holds me back. And that can be in lots of different arenas, not just in work. Um, In also my personal life, just looking at things that I'd like to do, things that I'd like to learn, uh, people that I want to share an experience with. And when am I focusing on what excites me about those? And when am I letting my brain kind of fall back into that fear? That what if, that that would be great, but that, well, I'm really the kind of person who, so what are those limiting thoughts that really show us that we're focusing more on what we fear than what excites us? And sometimes uh, the brain can be kind of sneaky because the brain loves us to be safe, right? That's one of the things the brain does for us is it helps us want to stay safe and stay away from fear. And the interesting part about that is this part of our brain is very primitive. That part of the brain that wants to keep us safe, that wants us to stay away from fear is the primitive part of our brain. And it doesn't realize that we're still not in the caveman days where if we go out and explore, uh, we might be eaten by an animal, a saber-toothed tiger or something. Uh, And that's not obviously where we are anymore, but yet our brain wants to keep us there. Our brain says, no, 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 don't do that. That could be scary. As opposed to, oh, wow, that is super exciting. And I want to know more about that or find out how I could navigate this if I gave it a try. And that shows up in lots of different ways. So uh, even as I think about this um, journey that I'm on right now uh, with this podcast, 
uh, you know, there were some things about it that were a little scary that did hold me back for a few months on, you know, not knowing the tech, not knowing how do you get a podcast on the different platforms. Uh, and my brain was like, oh, well, what, you know, what if nobody listens to it? What if it's not really what people want to hear? All those types of things that my brain was offering me that was keeping me more in that fixed mindset that mm, this is maybe something I can't do, as opposed to getting into that growth mindset and taking risks right? Getting out there and saying, you know what, this really excites me, this idea. Uh, and it did excite me. The idea of a podcast really excited me. I love to talk to people. I love to help people. I love to share my experience of what I have discovered through my own personal journey. And to me, that they're, the best way to do that was through a podcast. And it was super exciting for me. Uh, and like I said, there were moments where my brain kind of got in the way of that and wanted to focus more on the fear. But the way I was able to overcome that was really to sit down and say, okay, so brain, what is the truth here? Um, well, there was some truth to the fact that I didn't know the tech, but then I could ask myself, well, so can I learn it? Well, sure I can, right? Absolutely. Um, I've learned new tech year after year. We've all learned new tech year after year, especially in the last three, right? Um, so I know that's something I can do. Uh, can I find out how to get things onto different platforms? Sure, I can do that. A simple Google search will help me do that, right? Um, can I make an outline of what I want to talk about? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I was able to sit down, write about 12 to 14 weeks worth of content and what I wanted to talk about. So that really got me into growth mindset and got me to this place where I'm able to talk with all of you every single week. And that is so exciting to me. Uh, and it was so much growth. There was so much I learned about tech, about platforms, about um, how to record a podcast, all of those things. But what I'm doing right now, I love and I'm thriving on and has made me a better person. And so I think that's where that question of do we focus on what excites us or what we fear really can help us determine whether we're in that more fixed or growth mindset. So is there something you want to do in your personal life that um, you're giving yourself a lot of reasons and coming coming from that fear based of why you can't do it, whether that is, you know, learning a new language or losing weight or wanting to start a new exercise program, um, or, you know, anything that you want to do, going out and socializing more. Uh, you know, we have to reset our brains a little bit um, after the pandemic as well, if we still haven't ventured out into doing the things that we did pre pandemic. That could be your brain focusing more on what you fear than what excites you. And that's a piece of it as well. How does that show up in our careers? Well, that could be just what excites us about what we do as educators. Drawing back in that, why did we pursue this career to begin with? kind of drawing on those experiences, those hopes and those dreams for what it would look like versus kind of that fear of, oh, but wait a minute, maybe I don't really know how to do this anymore. Or now if you're uh, in your first few years of teaching, 
you know, you there is that uh, reality of teaching is more than just creating beautiful lesson plans and teaching kids all day. You know, it does come with meetings. It comes with, um, you know, other um, expectations that have to happen. But how do we continue to joy, to joy, to, to focus on that joy that teaching brings to us, that education brings to us, that excites us, that keeps us wanting to go more and more. Last week, I talked about the National Teacher of the Year who focused on one good thing in her classroom every week. So can that excite you? Can you look for the student that has learned something new or that connection that you've made uh, with a student where they all of a sudden understand what you're trying to uh, explain to them? Or somebody that comes up with a question um, all on their own, just based on something that you've shared with them. Those are the things that excite us as educators, uh, sharing with them things that excite us, uh, that engage them in the learning versus um, sometimes we'll have some fear around trying something new in our classroom. And often that can also show up as our brain wanting to be resistant about something that, uh, whether it's our administrators or people in the district office want us to try something new, a new way of instruction, a new strategy. And, you know, that can be a little scary to us. And we can get more into that fixed mindset of why are they making me do this the way I'm doing it is just fine. Uh, and are we open to the possibility that this might be super exciting? Or do we shut ourselves down with, nope, don't understand it. It's scary. What if it doesn't work? What if I can't do it? And then we become more resistant. So just something to think about. Where do we focus on what excites us versus what we fear? So one of the first steps in focusing more on what excites us than what we fear is to identify our passions and our interests. So what do we enjoy doing? What do we find interesting? And once we find those passions and interests, we can take that step to pursuing them and making them a priority in our lives. We can also create a plan to help us stay on track and achieve our goals. So this can show up in, as I mentioned earlier, things that we're doing at home, whether that's exercise plan, we want to learn how to speak a new language, we want to learn how to uh, play a new game with our kids, all of those things. What are the things that excite us and make us want to move towards a goal to achieve them? And then we have to step back and say, okay, so what about this could cause some fear and anxiety? What are we afraid of? You know, what's causing us to feel this hesitation or resistance? Uh, and then once we've identified that, we can take steps to address it and find ways to cope with it. Uh, and we can also create a plan to help us manage that fear. So it could be small baby steps. Sometimes uh, when we look at something that excites us and our brain offers lots of reasons and resistance and wants us to focus on fear, it can come from a place of, we're looking at like an end result and or comparing ourselves to someone else who has these results that we want. 
Uh, and that's a hard thing to do. You know, we cannot compare ourselves. A coach told me once, you can't compare your current self with somebody's 10-year self, right? So somebody who has been doing something you want to achieve and has been doing it for 10 years is going to be in a lot further along in a, a completely different place than you're going to be as you start moving into this, right? So that comparison gets us sometimes. Uh, and then often we can start to give ourselves a reason why, well, you see, I'm not that kind of person or they can do it and I can't do it. And that's where we start to limit ourselves and fall back into that fixed mindset versus, wow, this is super exciting. It's something I wanted to do. And what is the first baby step I can take towards accomplishing that? Okay. So if it's, I want to accomplish losing weight. And I say, okay, I want to lose 10 pounds. Well, I am not going to jump to what I would be doing 10 pounds from now. I want to take little baby steps. What can I do for this first pound, right? So can I just be aware of what I'm eating? Can I make a plan for what I'm going to eat? And then as I learn lose that first you know, quarter pound or that first pound, I can say, okay, that's working. Now what can I do to, to keep that excitement going and build on that? Same with um, an exercise. Uh, one of my coaches wants to run a marathon and is not a runner. So you cannot start with running. I'm going to start running five miles a day, right? That just, that just sounds awful if you've been sitting on the couch watching Netflix for the last five years, right? So how, what's the 1% change that I can make to move me towards that excitement and keep that excitement going? So maybe it's just I start walking around the block every day, right? Or maybe if I can't even get myself to do that, maybe it's just I put on my workout clothes and my and my running shoes and I walk around my house and I do that for a few days and, until I can get out around the block and then add a little more, add a little more, add a little more, okay? And that helps our brain see that, wow, this, this is exciting. This is something I can do. Uh, and it will start... Uh, not offering such big fears, right? Because I think that's where we get in trouble when we try to make these big leaps or we try to do these big comparisons and we realize, oh, whoa, I can't do that. Take it into little chunks. Write down the little ways that you can get started. And pretty soon it snowballs. And it's that snowball effect that 1% turns into 2%, turns into 10%, turns into consistency that's happening, right? What can you do to take that first step? In the classroom, what's the first little step you can take to implement something you're, you're asked to implement that you are afraid to, right? That you might not think you'll like or you might not think is beneficial. Again, as we talked about last week, how do we walk in with that positive intent? Like there's a reason somebody's asking me to do that. Um, I go back to what I can control. Well, this is something maybe I'm expected to do. So that expectation is there. I can't control and just say, no, I won't do it. But I can control how I'm going to approach it, right? Again, what can be exciting about this? 
What could be the reason somebody's asking me to do this? What's the 1% thing that I could dip my toe into today to give it a try? So whether that's at home, whether that's at work, what are the things that you can do that will get you moving in the right direction? And here's what I'll tell you. Uh, I have lost 50 pounds. I didn't do that all at once. Matter of fact, it took me a few years, right? And that's okay because I'm still here now. I'm in maintenance. Life is beautiful. I'm right where I want to be. That didn't happen overnight. It took 1% little changes in my life. Oh my goodness, I have my own podcast. That didn't happen overnight. That took some little 1% things and asking my brain, what can I do today that can move me towards that idea of podcasting? And here I am. I think we have been together for nine weeks now, and I'm loving every minute of it. What can you do to help focus your brain on that growth mindset? And how can you answer the question of what you focus on more? What excites you? or what you fear. I hope this little bit today has been helpful for you. Every week we want to build a little bit more on reaching our full potential, finding joy in our lives, and doing it in a way that's sustainable, that's intentional, that's filled with purpose, but also is something that we can do, that's something that we can see results and that we can achieve our hopes and our dreams and our goals in life. This is what I've experienced for myself, and I want so much to be able to support you in finding that for yourself as well. If you want to learn more about how to work with me, please visit my website, thejoyfuleducatorllc.com. Click on the links, access a few of my free resources, and learn how you can move forward in finding your full potential and your joy in life. Again, if you're listening to this podcast and you're finding this helpful, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review or a rating uh, to let others know what you have found by listening to this podcast each week. I wish you joy and happiness and fulfillment in your life. Have an amazing week and I will see you next week. Have a great day. Take care.